Stalling's method of writing was to follow the action of the cartoon beat for beat, a style which later somewhat derisively became known as Mickey Mousing, writing music for every footstep, door slam, every new turn of the head. This led to a kind of gestural music full of pops, bangs, runs and glissandi. Welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy, the Fritz Shepherd, <laughs> and this is Mitchell Manley, rendered in rotoscope. Hi, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm not <laughs> sure how long I can keep this up, Amy. I don't think I can keep it up much longer. <laughs> um, we can't be NPR hosts. No, I'm terrible at NPR host. I'm like way too jazz, but I was like. I had that, like, Parks and Rec thing going through my head. Right, so we so, give uh, it a shot. Yeah, might as well try to be serious. Oops, didn't work for too long. I think we got a good, like, solid 10 seconds. Sure. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself. Um, Yeah, just super jazzed to be here because I really like this theme, and I'm a complete dork. And can you tell us what our theme is? So this week we're going to do uh, songs that are cartoon adjacent. So songs that are, like, cartoon themes or that showed up in cartoons or just were cartoon related in any sort of way so i'm so excited because many times i have been encountered in the wild and people are like you're kind of like a cartoon you are definitely a very animated cartoonish <laughs> so human being i'm really pretty jazzed about this because amazingly i really like some cartoons and yeah. i'm totally gonna dork like oh wait I did yeah, just, push your glasses up yes, at the bridge, yeah. Totally. Um, I have cartoon stuff on my car. Yeah. I have Pinkie Pie's cutie mark. So, you mm -hmm. know, I love some cartoons, or at least one specific cartoon. You have an animated character, or at least a, an many, illustrated character on your body. I have many illustrated characters yeah. on my body. So, I, I love cartoons and illustrations and uh, animated illustrations, which is cartoons. So, why do, do they matter? Well, cartoons and cartoon music were, like, super formative for me, especially. You know, you got Looney Tunes, which introduced me to a lot of, like, classical stuff, like the Blue Danube and Wagner's Ring Cycle with Elmer Fudd singing, Kill the Wabbit, Kill the Wabbit, you know, uh, to the tune of uh, Ride, Ride of the Valkyries. Uh, and then, you know, theme songs, you got Rugrats, which was written by Mark Mothersball from Devo. Uh, hey Arnold has this, like, really bebopping jazz tune for a theme. And then you got... Powerpuff Girls and Tiny Tunes, and they like had all kinds of really great bands. That's where I found out about They Might Be Giants. Wait, and do you like that band? Yeah, definitely. I'm huge uh -huh. into They Might Be Giants. In case the earbuds <laughs> haven't you... caught on to that one yet, uh, it's subtle. And yeah, and so I owe I owe a lot to cartoons as far as like introducing me to different styles of music and and finding a couple really really formative bands for me. You know, yeah. So. so even though, like, you've mentioned, of course, Kill the Wabbit and They Might Be Giants, mm -hmm. what did you bring this week? All right, so this week I brought Lizzie and the Melvins, and they're playing the Melvin song Chaco Plumbing.
uh, previous to seeing this clip a while back, I'd flipped past Uncle Grandpa on TV a few times. <laughs> Wait, somehow you flipped past it? Well, yeah, I would like, you know, flip past it. And then eventually I was like, these characters look kind of silly. I need to find out what this is yeah. all about. And so I checked it out and, you know, watched a few episodes. Uh, but especially after seeing this clip, I just like had to take the deep dive into, into Uncle Grandpa. And it's such a cute, fucking amazing show. It's so silly and it's just so good, <laughs> but uh, yeah, in this in this one, uh, Lizzie, which is one of the main characters, mm -hmm. uh, is joined by Buzz and Dale from the Melvins. Oh wait, so these are the actual Melvins? Yeah, definitely. So oh. the band, the Melvins. Okay. Yeah, like Sludge Sludge Metal Pioneers. Yeah, the this is kind of why it sounds sort of epic. <laughs> right. So yeah, Buzz and Dale from the Melvins join Lizzie, who's one of the main characters, at a talent show. And uh, when they start playing, it just goes into this awesome psychedelic montage to this song, uh, which at the time was like a newer Melvin song, which I hadn't heard. So this whole thing just blew my mind. But what's especially hilarious to me is that <laughs> in the cartoon, uh, the main two Melvins, Buzz and Dale, are on stage for the talent show. But in the audience, as an Easter egg, the animators drew in Jared and Cody from the band Big Business, <laughs> who are also members of, of the Melvins. And so they they and they're also on the song. So I just love that the two other dudes are like drawn into the cartoon, but they're never referenced, and they just only appear for the hardcore Melvins fans to to giggle at with their kids watching Uncle Grandpa. So here's the thing, Rue watches Uncle Grandpa. It's so good. I don't know, like I'm usually like I'm not a person to sit down and watch stuff anymore. So I'm like constantly going through. And I was like, what the f is going on yeah. in here, like. There's a bus. Pizza Steve. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it it it's like insane looking, and I'm pretty sure it's super like filled with depth. But like Rue loves it, Dakota loves it. I find them mesmerized on the couch by it. They're like, <gasps> it's very weird and surreal, and just super like super insane. Clever jokes. Yeah, and this song is like super amazing and quite ingenious for a kid show. And of course, it's reminiscent of something I can't quite put my finger on. Uh, it's called the Melvins, and yeah. um, there's like this riffs part is very sing along. It's epic. I have no idea what's going on except it's super psychedelic, and I just I know that something is happening. But it's like boom. Yeah, and it's also got this like sort of kiss feel to it as yes, well. Yes, very kiss. It's like kiss. very epic arena rocky sort of thing. I very love it. hair metal. Yeah, for sure. And like, uh, okay, so is the guy with like the kind of gray dreads? Yeah. Is he part of the Melvins? Yeah, that's Buzz Buzz Osborne or Bu Buzzo King Buzzo. Okay, I. And he's I just got a, a huge gray afro, is what it is. But it kind of is like a a, a little bit of a thicker. Like it's, Bob from yeah. The Simpsons thing. Going yes, exactly. On. So I was like, "Is this a reference to like Sideshow Bob? Yeah. I don't know." But either way, it's it's an insane song. I went in like a hardcore different direction. Sure. I brought the Gargoyles theme.
Uh, this is the point in which I prove how absolutely cool I am to some people or how absolutely lame I am in other ways. I freaking love this show so much. It used to come on on like Friday afternoons right before I had like, you know, to travel to Memphis for the weekend. And <laughs> this is, I'm super dorky. If I'm being like an insomniac and I can't sleep, I totally make up new gargoyles like things. Cause yeah, gargoyles fan fiction I have, instead of yes. counting sheet. You know? <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, this music is grand and sweeping, just like the, um, you know how they fly? Or I'm sorry, they glide. They even right, point they out multiple times they glide. And it's soaring, and it's big, and it's got these fabulous dynamic changes. There's, like, some, like, drum stuff going on. And then, of course, um, I also want to geek out in the fact that there used to be a Gargoyles con called um, The Gathering of the Gargoyles. I never went or anything, but dang, it must have been, like, super fun and, uh... Also, y'all guys narrowly escaped me, like, my little ponying out and, like, playing some Pinkie Pie music, yeah, so I did I didn't put it at the top of the show. Sorry. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyone who thinks Gargoyles is lame is, by definition, just, like, the lamest person ever, because Gargoyles ruled. It's so good. Uh, the song starts with these, like, war drums and these foreboding, this foreboding fanfare of horns and strings which kind of set the dark mood for the show, which is a stark contrast to most cartoons, which have the wacky, fun theme songs that kind of keep things light. Uh, obviously, we aren't trying to kid, give kids nightmares, <laughs> but uh, I think it's important to disp- uh, expose them to darker and more complex themes to really give genuine contrast to like happy-go-lucky stuff that the other cartoons are trying to do. Um, yeah. I was in a band called The Gorgoyles. It was a horror <gasps> punk band. When was that? That was in Jackson. Uh, I'd say that was 2004 to 2005. Aww, yeah. So... Shout out to Scott Futrell. Of course. Tim Justice. I know these people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure I like Bob bought... Skelton was our drummer. Yeah. I don't know Bob, but I do know Tim because we went to high school together. And mm-hmm. Scott, of course, because Scott and... Scott and the mall peeps. Right. I was going to say the mall peeps. And yeah. But like, I do you remember like that Bobcat cartoon? Are you thinking of Thundercats? No, 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 no. It was like a goofy, wacky thing. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I remember a Bobcat. Yeah. There was like a Bobcat, like stupid cat show thing that was like right before Gargoyles aired on Friday gotcha. afternoons. It was so bad. <sighs> okay. I don't remember anything about that apparently. <laughs> but course we had so many i think a lot of people like cartoons yeah it's not just me uh jonathan s brings the eel or eels my beloved monster so damn my beloved monster is tough if she wants she will destroy you says i'm not a huge 
fan, a huge Eels fan, but the first time I saw Shrek, I knew this one was something special. Special. Shrek and Fiona falling in love, and then this crazy fuzzy guitar what the fuck ever solo that clearly had no place in a pop song. First of all, he he said that just so I curse. Right, sure. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this is cute, and it's charming, and I like the idea of like having like your little monster that you're like, oh, I love you. Yeah. We're going through life together. Uh, I forgot about this being in Shrek. I had no idea. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. It's, it's fuzziness. It's super cool, and while it can be kind of cluttered in some parts, there's like this big breathing room where like they really develop some like cool themes, and the lyrics are super clear, and it's like so specifically put together and I, you know how I like precision in my songs so right, sure. yeah yeah Eels is such a diverse and underrated band uh, I also love the no- noisiness and fuzziness of this song like contrasting weird and anxious sounds with this very loving and lilty kind of tune uh, sort of evokes that anxiety and panic of falling in love with someone uh, and that feeling of like sunshine and unicorns juxtaposed with a feeling of losing control of your emotions and wondering, you know, how to act and how much of your true self to put forth to this person. Uh, and of course, in the case of Shrek, you might argue that the, the opposing sounds kind of reinforce the beauty of love between Fiona, this beautiful princess, and Shrek, the homely ogre. Uh, it's a beautiful song with some beautiful vibes. I'm going to say, I never thought Shrek was that unattractive. Right, yeah. They didn't make him too ugly, but yeah. by definition, he's fat and green and, and has weird horns for ears. Seems, so. seems sizes. Also, I like his... Can you imagine like poking your finger in those ears? Right. Okay, that's just me. Sorry. <laughs> um. Matt S., who I think is Lum. Mm-hmm, that is. Yes. Uh, he brought this very psychedelic song, Ren and Stimpy, Climb Inside My World. Rainbow, cinnamon, gumdrop, lemon and purple people are a plastic mystery. They glow, bubble gum, pork chop, lilac lady will go down in history. Climb inside my world. Man bouncing down the mushroom gravy highway. Climb inside my world. Climb inside my melody, bad plastic world. Saffron tea bag pierogi, parsley panda has a pepper. He says, from an episode of Ren and Stimpy, wherein Stimpy climbs inside his own belly button, the song is by a band called Master of Reality, which has Chris Gross on vocals and guitar, whom is well known for his production for Cuse? Caius. Caius <laughs> in Queens of the Stone Age. You know this band. Uh, I highly suspect like the makers of this song are... Um, there there might be a drug or two. Yeah, they may have done some, some stuff in their day. They smoked... Or what? They injected a whole they marijuana? Injected a hell, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a very demanding song because it, it makes you want to climb in, or is like it tells you to climb inside the world. Uh, that evokes some uh, super weird imagery. Uh, also makes me really hungry. Yeah, they talk about some food in there. It does kind of make you hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ren and Stimpy is one of my all-time favorite cartoons. It was so weird and unique and almost like Lynchian in the way that they played with tone and like the use of grotesque. 
Uh, and then the humor, which is like wildly bipolar, <laughs> where they get a laugh from Stimpy, like thwacking his butt into someone. And then the next scene, the joke would be that horse just dryly saying, no, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, Ren and Snoopy also had the fake commercials like Log and Don't Whiz on the Electric Fence. Oh. Uh, yeah, which I, I think that's a brilliant way to tie shorter episodes together into a single show uh, with like some interesting filler. Uh, as far as the song goes, Psychedelic Word Soup is one of my favorite ways to approach lyrics. I'm definitely going to be stealing some song titles from these lyrics. <laughs> like uh, Bell Bottom Mind Games, Saffron Teabag Pierogi. Which sounds especially yeah, delicious. both of those getting used. Yeah. I'd, I'd eat Saffron Teabag D-bag pierogi. I mean, it's like, great. it's fancy and a dessert. Yeah. yeah. Saffron's expensive. Yeah. I'm just, mm, sounds so good. Sorry. Makes me hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, Debbie brings Shonen Knife's Buttercup, I'm a Supergirl. Girls had a few companion soundtracks. This is Shonen Knife with a song about Buttercup, and that's what Debbie said. Um, Buttercup, if you recall, was my favorite. Yeah, Buttercup is yeah. probably my favorite as well. I had many keychains. Um, I just love that this is a punky girl like song. I love it. There's like this little bit of punctuation thing going on after the lyrical line situation, and it's just so awesome. And it's a good beat to dance around a room to, which I believe is what Buttercup would want us to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, man, Shonen Knife, so bloody good. I have uh, a question. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Shonen, wasn't that a manga like? Yeah, I think I think okay. so. Yeah, okay. I, um, I wonder if that's where they got that. Right, yeah. They, they're a band that really nails it. With like the pop sensibilities mixed with certain level of aggression and like this punk attitude, uh, there's obvious influences from a band like the Ramones, but they incorporate a lot more ambitious melodies and use that like really fun synthesizer to add to the energy uh, that gives Shonen Knife a bit more edge. Uh, the Powerpuff Girls had tons of great music on the show and uh, were also featured and promoted in a couple cool music videos that were made for the Cartoon Network. Uh, this song comes from a compilation of Powerpuff Girls songs that also had Devo, uh, Frank Black from the Pixies, and my personal favorite, uh, Signal in the Sky by Ooh. a band called Apples and Stereo. Good. Very, very good stuff. Uh, definitely just a, a badass, progressive, innovative cartoon. Uh, who wants to sell me their Powerpuff Girls <laughs> DVD box set? You know those things are expensive by now, right? Man. Uh. I, let me digress for just a moment on box sets. Yeah. I was looking at the Pete and Pete, the Adventures of Pete and Pete box set earlier. One one season, and there's three seasons. One season was a hundred and sixty dollars. So essentially, that's like the one DVD box that I really should have bought, and not The Office. Yeah, I think so. Because The Office, well, The Office is on Netflix, which means the DVD set's not worth anything. And me, I dumbly got rid of 
my whole series of House. Oh, man. And then the next month, they took it off Netflix. Yeah, my brother actually has tons of the seasons of House. I'm going to just like go so steal like to just like steal house. those right, for yeah. me, thanks. That'd yeah, be great. That'll be your Christmas present later yes. this year. Yes. Uh, Frank brings DVDAs. What would Brian Boitano do? South Park movie was always one of my favorites, and this song is also good life advice. I feel like I need to find out more about Brian Boitano and, like, chicken wings. Uh, I recall watching him skate at some point. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Uh, Rue actually stopped me while I was, like, listening to the music, and she's like, she had to stop and tell me, Mom, I don't like this song. (laughs) I was like, wow. It's like, hey, I can't believe this, and you're wrong so yeah i was like eh, rue's wrong about this one i appreciate the irish vibes that are like happening towards the right, end definitely. and is that like a bagpipe or something i don't know yeah i can't remember uh what 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 instrument it was toward the end of it it was a probably was a bagpipe it's like a dropkick murphy situation thing going on i don't know yeah this is actually my first time hearing the dvd a version of this song uh i used to listen to the south park movie soundtrack religiously back in like 99 and 2000 <laughs> And uh, the version that's on that is is the boys actually singing it uh, in the movie. You know that one was always my favorite. Uh, I love a good heroic legend and attributing these mythic feats of strength to an Olympic figure <laughs> skater. Just, you know, I just couldn't imagine him eating that many chicken wings. Yeah, that's a bunch. Of ch- or defeating Kublai Khan. Um, I still a- thought the chicken wings thing was the much was, more surprising. Most, yeah. yeah. Um, it just makes me giggle. Uh, musically, it's this perfect distillation of like a show tune from like every Broadway musical where the characters are faced with some problem and have to arrive at a solution through the power of song. Uh, and of course, the South Park guys went on to write their own Broadway musical, The Book of Mormon, which I've not seen, but I really, really want to. And I hear it's very popular. Yeah, I've heard it's amazing. Uh, even the show was just like always chock full of funny but low key brilliant songs. I remember an episode where the boys all got ninja weapons from the flea market, <laughs> yeah. and it becomes this like pastiche of Japanese animation. And it ends with a song called "Let's Fighting Love," and it parodies and like emulates the credit songs of anime so perfectly. Uh, I think Matt Stone like lived in Japan and speaks Japanese, so it's totally understandable why he would have that so perfect. Yeah. Those guys are just so hilarious comedians, damn good songwriters. Yeah. Well, now that you bring up like the flea market thing, it just reminds me of Jackson's flea market. Yeah. And they always had like the swords and like the ninja stars. Yes. Yeah. Nunchucks, which my dad got us, which was a terrible butterfly idea. knives. Terrible idea. Yeah. Terrible. Justin W brings Animaniacs. Yakko's world. 
United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic, Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too, Puerto Rico, Colombia, Venezuela, Honduras, Guyana, and still, Guatemala, Bolivia, then Argentina, and Ecuador, Chile, Brazil, Costa Rica, Belize, Nicaragua, Bermuda, Bahamas, Tobago, San Juan, Paraguay, Uruguay, Suriname, and French Guiana, Barbados, and Guam. Norway and Sweden and Iceland and Finland and Germany now one piece. Switzerland, Austria, Czechoslovakia, Italy, Turkey and Greece. Poland, Romania, Scotland, Albania, Ireland, Russia, Oman. Bulgaria, Saudi Arabia, Hungary, Cyprus, Iraq and Iran. There's Syria, Lebanon, Israel, Jordan, both Yemen's Kuwait and Bahrain. The Netherlands, Luxembourg, Belgium and Portugal, France, England, Denmark and Spain. India, Pakistan, Burma, Afghanistan, Thailand, Nepal, and Bhutan. Cambodia, Malaysia, then Bangladesh, Asia, and China, Korea, Japan. Mongolia, Laos, and Tibet, Indonesia, the Philippine Islands, Taiwan. Sri Lanka, New Guinea, Sumatra, New Zealand, and... I think everyone can agree that Animaniacs was, like, creative genius in, like, a billion different ways. Uh, pretty sure this song, I literally did learn, like, all the, like, all the countries. Uh, have to say, it mentions Burma. And nobody said Myanmar because normally it's like Myanmar, formerly known as Burma. Right, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I was like, oh, you know what? Some of these countries might not be up to date anymore. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. And I was thinking about that. And of course, like now we can kind of as adults, we're like, oh, this is where this is happening. This is where this is happening. This is where this is happening. Very right, exactly. Quickly. So it can it can be a little emotionally taxing if you're like an adult. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine how long it took somebody to write this song and like get everything just right. Uh, I'm also curious, like you said, how many countries are probably something completely different now. Uh, I did notice that in the Asia part of the song, they sneak Asia in as a country, yeah. which I guess kind of way their way of like evening out some phrasing or some meter, but it works, you know. Yeah. Uh, Animaniacs was indeed a genius show. They did a great job of combining like the low hanging fruit of slapstick and silly puns with some much more clever, clever and subtle jokes as well, and then sneaking in the educational stuff occasionally too. Uh, you might recall another Warner Brothers show called Hysteria. No. It was, it was essentially the Animaniacs, like the comedic sensibilities of Animaniacs combined with like more intentional educational content. And they were like making goofs out of figures and events throughout world history to sort of like prime kids for learning about it in school. Um, I also noticed that somebody did put the lyrics to this in the YouTube <laughs> comments. So I challenge our ear buddies to, to learn it and email us the video evidence of them learning it. Oh my God. I would absolutely adore that. Also for the hysteria, did they actually like cover like the meaning of hysteria? I don't know. I don't, I, I, I doubt feel- that they did. They spelled it H I S T like as in history. There's, they're, they're but, trying to steal hysteria from women. Yeah. That's, oh. that's not right. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> First of all, um, we, I believe is this a new ear buddy? Uh, yeah, I don't think I've I don't think I've seen his name before. No, but well, you have seen his name before, right? Well, I've seen <laughs> I have seen his name around. I'm not sure if I've yes. seen it in our group, but so I'm gonna live in the world where Kevin Smith, who made Clerks, submitted Power Glove Aww. X-Men.
was Kevin Smith. Probably is not that Kevin Smith, but good song. And he probably gets it all the time. Yes, he I know. He hates us now. No, I'm, I'm sorry, Kevin, but I've been... We got to make the I'm joke sorry. at least once. Everybody gets one. Yes. Forgive us this one we'll time. We'll make a Clerks episode for you. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, this whole album, but particularly this song, is what he said. Um, this melts your face, like, right the heck off. Like, your face is no longer on at all. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty intense opening theme song for a Saturday morning cartoon. And this this cover... It just like amped it way up. Yeah. So I loved X Men. Gonna say, you know, like every every small girl totally had a crush on Wolverine, even though he sure. has anger issues. Yeah. I, I recognize it. But also who doesn't have a crush on Jean Grey? I'm just saying too. This Man. was really you just you like ain't me. Wrong, though. I was like me just like me just like gang- saying like, um, all of my like cartoon crushes are about to be on here. Who's the so one that had like the was it Rogue who had the the yes. southern accent? Oh yes. Oh boy, Rogue was I the know. one I liked. Rogue's so good. She was sassy. Super now I have more of a crush on her too. <laughs> it's like all of the ex women. Yes. Uh yeah, it's it's been so long since I've like heard this theme song, but it all came flooding back to me almost immediately. And I remember like being a kid and watching the X Men cartoon and playing the X Men video games that had this theme in it. Uh, it's another great example of like a darker minor key, uh, like the gargoyles thing thing that you submitted. Mm-hmm. Makes everything sound urgent and uncertain. Uh, lets you know that this is an action and a drama as opposed to like the lighthearted comedic cartoons with more upbeat major key happy happy vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that this heavy version is from a band called Power Glove, <laughs> yes, which is a reference to the old Nintendo accessory, the Power Glove, which was like a glove with game controls built into it, and you could use it with racing games and pretend to be holding the steering wheel and control the car like that. Did you have one? I did not, but I did know some kids that did. Oh, I'm so jealous um, of from, them. From what I recall, though, the Power Glove was like clunky and kind of sucked. Yeah, it looked looked cool but what doesn't suck is the x-men theme a power gloves cover of it so. i know it's so good it did your face melt off because i did see, it got shredded like i don't see you don't have a nose or anything anymore now right so. yeah it's completely sanded off by the yeah. riff much like what was it uh, indiana jones mm-hmm. yeah definitely so technically this show actually came from a former co-host jason vodder yeah i like tweeted something because right after our dance dance episode um I saw that there was a Darkwing Duck like dance song. And so I was like, why didn't we get this one? Yeah. And he was like, well, you could just like go ahead and do a cartoon. And I was like, yes, yeah. I'll do that. So that's what we did. So look, feedback. It's very important. You should do it. It's really good, especially on the Twitter. Where can we reach you? I'm at Pow I Gotcha. And I'm at Madam Wolle. And this show is at Andy Pod, which is, um, Usually a random collection of GIFs. I'm just going to admit. It's mostly GIFs. I like GIFs. Or... GIFs. Sorry. Do you, are you a GIF-like lover? I, I say GIF, yes. Okay. I, I remember I almost sent you a meme over the weekend that said <laughs> that God himself could come down from the clouds and tell me it was pronounced GIF, and I would tell him to go fuck himself. Wait, but you wouldn't say that to me. You're just going to like bear with me saying GIF. I mean, pretty much, because you're my friend. <laughs> I think. But it's, it's definitely GIF, and I don't care what anybody says. Okay. Jeff. Uh, Facebook is Earbuds and Earworms podcast group, and the voicemail line is 731 400 BUDS or 731 400 2837. You can always email the show, endpod at gmail.com. We indeed do not need to like check on our insurance on our cars. I promise nope. the limited warranty is dead. 
don't, you don't have to send that to us anymore. Uh, endpod.com is where you can find us on the internet. And we are part of the 10710 network. Now, I see the song you chose, and I love this song. What song are we ending on? I'm going to leave us with a song by a band called The Beats. And the song is called Shout Your Lungs Out. Uh, if you remember the cartoon Doug on Nickelodeon, you'll uh, absolutely remember the band The Beats. They were a fictional rock band on the show with such hits as Killer Tofu and Need More Allowance. Wait, hold on. Ooh, ooh. Killer Tofu. Exactly. <laughs> Killer Tofu. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, somebody took the time to remaster those songs from the show, and then they put them on YouTube with, like, new bass lines and just, like, really amped up everything. Uh, this one is actually by far my favorite. So enjoy the beats. Shout your lungs out. Wow!